Welcome to Salt Shaker 513 Podcast, where you will find devotions on a variety of topics along with teachings of biblical subjects to stir your spirit, encourage your spiritual growth, and infill you with the Word of God. Wherever you are, sit back and receive what God has for you in this message. This morning we are talking about Triple P. If y'all remember DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the wrestler. It's kind of like that, but nothing at all. Uh, we are talking about Psalms, Proverbs, Prosperity this morning. So, good morning. Here we go. Good morning, Q. Psalms 1, verses 1 through 3. Jumping in. Out of the... Ant- yeah, you, you want to say something? Mm-hmm. Are we good? We're good. Okay. Psalms 1 through 3. Out of the Amplified. Blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and example, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers or ridiculers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, his precepts and teaching, he habitually meditates on it day and night. That doesn't mean every once in a while. That means every day. Good morning, Mandy Tibbetts. And he will be like a tree firmly planted and fed by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season. It, its leaf does not wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers and comes to maturity. So if... We live according to his precepts, his word. Our leaves will never wither. We'll be like that tree planted by the river. I give this example all the time when I read this scripture. But uh, when I was in Namibia, up on the Angolan border, which was a pretty much a desert, there was rock, sand, and mud huts. And it was kind of crazy because you would be surrounded by sand. You'd be surrounded by rock. And then you'd come around a corner and you'd see a line of trees. And you knew that there was a river right there because that's the only spot the trees were. And it's kind of, that's what this scripture is saying, that if if we meditate on his word day and night, if we live according to the word, that even in the midst of a desert, even while everything else around us is dying, that we will still flourish, we will still prosper. It says, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God. Our leaves will never wither. I love that it's it yeah if you do the word's way and not the world the world's way not only are you promised being nourished but there is a fruit of it there's not just you'll survive yeah. it you know there's an actual evidence there's a fruit of it and you know what fruit I mean there's that's an excellent point and uh, it's kind of like the mustard seed the, uh, the in the New Testament Jesus talks about the mustard seed. The mustard seed is one of the smallest of seeds, the smallest of garden seeds is what it says. and But yet it becomes one of the largest of garden uh, trees or hedges, if you will. And the, the cool thing about that, just what you said, it's, it's one thing to be a tree and our leaves be green. We're, that means we're, we're, we're thriving, right? But when we produce fruit, what is it a fruit tree produce fruit for does that fruit benefit itself or does that fruit benefit others others it benefits others it's same just like the mustard seed it talks about it goes from being the smallest of seeds to being a tree that supplies shade and food and shelter for others and that's where where the 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 word takes us we prosper to the point to where not only are we supplying for ourselves but we're supplying for others that's good um, go on over to Psalm 23, starting in verse 1. Man, okay, that looks like a box of runts. Y'all remember runts? Oh, uh, yes. So good. That does look like... <laughs> Doesn't it look like exactly like the box of runts? Yes. I mean, exactly. That's what they looked like. The banana ones are gross. <laughs> None of them are gross if you like chemically laced plastic. <laughs> okay, Psalm 23, 1. The Lord is Good morning, my Elizabeth. shepherd. 
to feed, to guide, and to shield me. So if you know what a shepherd does for sheep, the Lord is our shepherd. Oh, I love this. I may interject with you a little bit. I'm not surprised. I shall not want. You can interject anytime. Thanks. He lets me lie down in green pastures. Okay, we'll start here. Not crunchy grass. Yes, yes. Not crunchy grass. See, you got the revelation fields. of it now. So think about it as a sheep. Let's think about this practically. Whatever food you like. So in the comments, type out your favorite food, whether it be steak, whether it be salad, whatever it is. It, so if, if I like steak, right, I don't want a cheap, crusty Fatty. steak yeah, uh, that's overcooked or whatever. But I want the best cut of meat. I want it to be fresh, yeah. and I want it cooked just right. So for a sheep, that green pasture that is nice, green, lush, <clears throat> fresh, moist grass. It's good. Tastes so much better than crusty, crunchy, dead, dead grass. Yeah. So go ahead. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. Okay. So go. I know what you're gonna say. So sheep, the way that their esophagus and throat is is constructed they cannot drink out of running water they would drown so what the what the shepherd would do a lot of times is they would take that crook that they carried and next to the stream they would put like a little outlet so that it would be like a little calm water bowl for those sheep so being beside still and quiet waters prevents not only does it does it uh satisfy the sheep or uh, give the sheep nourishment but it also protects them towards if they were besides running waters Falling. then they would they would drown because of the way that their throat is yeah is uh, assembled he refreshes and restores my soul that one's self-explanatory um and i am reading out of the amplified i'm sorry he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for so, you are with me. So even though we walk amongst the world, we walk amongst evil, that he protects us, he guides us, he is with us. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide, they comfort and console me. Verse 5, you prepare a table for... A table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil. My cup overflows. So, so let's go. But good morning, William Cook. Uh, the rod and the staff to comfort me and guide me. I mean, what what is, other than Jesus, what is one of the biggest illustrations of a shepherd that we see in the Bible? It's David, right? And what did he what did he do before he even knew about Goliath? He had already defeated the lion, the bear, and with his bare hands and with his rod and, cro and crook. And so what we see here is it, if David can do that, how much more can the Lord protect <clears throat> us from? How much more? How much stronger is the Lord than David was? Yeah. And then then it says, bro, prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. If you're set at the table. You're relaxed. You have provisions before you. It's, it's talking about a dining table. It's not talking about this kind of table to where you're teaching from, but it's talking about to where there is a widespread array of food yep. in the middle of your enemies to where it doesn't matter what's going on around you. You are chill. You are relaxed. You are enjoying the, the feast. Yeah. Surely goodness nice and mercy. bare hands. He killed a bear with his bare hands. And unfailing love shall That's follow why they were so me hairy. all the days of my life. And I shall I dwell take it. forever throughout all my days in the house and in the presence of the Lord. So in this few verses that we read, six verses, I mean, it's prosperity. After, I mean, it's, it's just screaming prosperity you yeah. have okay so he is our shepherd we shall not want anything we're gonna lie down in green pastures they're still in quiet waters he refreshes and restores you um, he leads you in the path of righteousness even though you're walking through the shadow of the valley of death you don't have to fear with all this junk going on around us it doesn't have to make you be in fear it's not gonna affect you because he's with us he protects us he guides us he comforts us and um, he's anointed Morning, us 
refreshed us with um, oil, our cup overflows. It's goodness, mercy, unfailing love. I mean, it's over and over and over. We see the goodness of God in six short verses. Yep. Psalm 3410. Lamont Brown, good morning, sir. Did you greet Hannah? I did. Okay. I said good morning, Is that Hannah. when I was having to yell over you? Yeah, probably. Okay. Sorry, Hannah. My wife told me I can't greet you. Just Not kidding. true. I wasn't listening to you, and so I was making sure you said Psalm 3410. Even strong lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. I have a story to tell about this. It doesn't really bring revelation. It's just a cool story. Uh, me and Paul and Patricia Lindenberg, some of um, the missionaries that we... They came through uh, the missions training program in South Africa, and the three of us, we went on a trip into Namibia and Botswana, and we were going through the Kalahari Park, and we couldn't find the campsite that we were supposed to find for the night, and it got dark. And you don't exactly want to set up a tent in the dark in the Kalahari. Why not? uh, There's some animals, we might say. (laughs) So we're, here we are in the pitch black dark in this park and knowing there's lions all around, yada, yada, yada. And all of a sudden, we pull up in the middle of the dark, in the middle of nowhere, we can't see anything. And you see a lion, a male lion, stalking, which is abnormal because male lions usually don't hunt unless they're on their own. And then you see it strike and it goes after a kudu, like it starts sprinting and climbs on the back of this kudu and then falls off and fails. So it just reminded me of this. Even strong young lions, because it was a young male by himself, go hungry sometimes. So that reminded me of that. Okay. Psalm, Moving along. Psalm thirty-five twenty-seven, New King James. Let them shout for joy and be glad who fa- Yeah! Oh my God. It said shout for joy. Who favor my righteous cause, and let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. So you're saying that the Lord takes pleasure in us prospering? Sure does. That's what the word says? The words The words doesn't say that he wants us all to be poor? No. Wow. Prosperous. Wow. Say la. I when you were going to scream at me. Sorry, I didn't scream at you. It says, let them shout for joy and be glad. Everyone, just wherever you are, just let out a shout. Especially (laughs) you, Xavier, if you're at work. And Miss Donna White. And Lainey and Kay. Yeah, Lainey and Kay, go for it. A shout of joy. (laughs) Wow. Okay, well, you know what they say. The level of your shout of joy is the level of your prosperity. (laughs) All right, so we're going to go now to my favorite chapter this year. I can't stop talking about Psalms 37 this year. What, you're in the Passion Translation? I am. So interrupt me if there's anything good. These cool little bookmarks. Look Here. at this. Look at this. Okay. Those are nice. You, wanna, are. you want this too? This is the New King James Amplified. Um, sure. Right here. This thing is like so new, all the pages are sticking together. Sorry, let us get prepared. This this chapter is so good that we're going to read it from, we may not read the whole thing from everything, but if anything jumps out at us. And you pay attention to all of them? Yes, if you can read three translations at once, that would that. be great. Okay. Alright, so here we go. Psalm 37. And if you're believing for land, then you need to... Mark McCord, good morning, sir. Good to see you. All right, here we go, Psalm 37. Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they will soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they will soon wither. Yes, Lord, we command withering amongst the nation of the United States now, those who are doing wicked and wrong. Trust the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. So there it says we will live safe and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and He will give you your heart's desires. Commit. Okay, phone. Here, wait, I'm pausing you. Go, good. Was that verse 3? 
Yes. Keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in His eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God and you will be secure. Feasting on His faithfulness. Feasting on, Feasting his, on his faithfulness. faithfulness. Wow. Take delight. I mean, what, how appropriate with Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving next week. Yeah. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust Him, and He will help you. Let's just stop right there. You want to be prosperous. You want the Lord to bless you. Commit everything you do to the Lord. So, this oh, says um, the mic you, just tried to eat my Bible. This says as you were, as you trust Him along the way, you'll find He pulled it off perfectly. He did it. So if you give. That's the thing. If you give him everything in your life, then you give him the ability to work it. You give him the ability to produce more. You still have to do. Right. But but, but you give him the ability right. to produce more from your work. Good grief. Sorry. Verse 6. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn. And the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord. That it means, says, quiet your heart. And wait patiently <clears throat> for him to act. Yeah, and we've talked about this before, and it really has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, but it's just a good revelation. Many times in your prayer time, you need to just sit and shut up and just listen for the Lord to speak to you. Mm -hmm. Listen for the Holy Spirit to tell you what to do. Listen for the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom. And same when you read the Word. So many times we're like, man, I really want to hear the voice of God, but we've got... 66 books from the voice of God and sometimes we just need to read a little bit and be quiet and listen to see what he's telling us listen to see what the revelation he's giving us I remember I go through phases when I'm really studying a whole lot I mean like deep deep and also before I even read I'll be like Lord I want wisdom knowledge revelation and understanding from your word that I'm about to read yeah and then I jump into it all right verse 7 don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Verse 8, stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. For the wicked will be destroyed, but those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. So if you're believing for land, here we go. We're this, on that journey. This says those who trust in the Lord will live safe and sound with blessings overflowing. Safe and sound. Blessings overflowing. That's awesome. Good morning, Amy. Uh, where are we at? Verse 10. Soon the wicked will disappear. Though you look for them, they will be gone. I thank you that'll happen to AOC. Uh, verse 11. And Nancy Pelosi. Uh, the lowly will possess the land and will live in peace and prosperity. What does it say over there? But the humble of heart will inherit every promise and enjoy abundant peace. Abundant peace. That means more than enough. More than you actually need. The wicked plot against the godly. They snarl at them in defiance. But the Lord just laughs. For he sees their day of judgment coming. The wicked draw their swords and string their bows to kill the poor and oppressed. To slaughter those who do right. But their swords will stab their own hearts and their bows will be broken. I mean, it's kind of like cheating in an election and then doing it so much that it comes back that it's exposed and you just look like complete morons because you cheated so bad. This says, but the Lord will turn all their weapons of wickedness back on themselves, piercing their pride-filled hearts with, until they are the helpless. Good morning, Pastor Larry. 16. It is better to be godly and have little than to be evil and rich. For the strength of the wicked will be shattered, but the Lord takes care of the godly. Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent, and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. So not only does He take care of us day to day here yeah. on earth, but then we have an inheritance that lasts forever. Amen. Verse 19. Let me, interrupt me if you have something. They will not be disgraced in hard times. All right, here's my, here is my verse of the year. They will not be disgraced in hard times. So... I think by emoji hand, we can all agree that for this whole year, everyone's saying 2020 is like the hardest year ever. I lost faith in 2020. Uh, yada, 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 whatever. Stupid stuff. What right? That, voice? that was my I hate 2020 voice. Uh, <sighs> they will not be disgraced in hard times. So here we are. The world is saying this is the hardest year ever, right? We have not been disgraced. This church has not just been disgraced. Amen. And it says this, even in a famine, they will have more 
than enough. Let me read these. Did you finish that one? Yeah. Um, Passion says, even in a time of disaster, he will watch over them and they will always have more than enough, no matter what happens. Uh, did you read verse 23 there or just 19? Just 19. Just 19. And then in the New King James, it says, they shall not be ashamed in the evil time and in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. 20. But the wicked will die. The Lord's enemies are like flowers in a field. They will disappear like smoke. All the enemies of God will perish, for the wicked have only a momentary value, a fading glory, and then one day they vanish, here today, gone tomorrow. 21. The wicked borrow and never repay, but the godly are generous givers. So if you want to be godly, give generously. Should we just go back and forth? One translation. One translation. Nah. Verse 22. Those the Lord blesses will possess the land, but those he curses will die. The Lord directs the step of the godly. He delights in every detail of your life. God cares about every little thing yeah. in your life. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Once I was young, and now I am old, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. The godly always give generous loans to others, and their children are a blessing. Thank you, Lord. Listen to this one. Instead, I found the godly ones to be the generous ones who give freely to others. Their children are blessed, and they become a blessing. Wow. Wow. So, that, I mean, that right there just says your giving is so free. I mean, this is a Sean translation, a Sean commentary, if you will, that... Your giving is so free and generous that your children see it. Mm. And because they see it, it establishes a mindset of blessing in yeah. them that they become Amen. a blessing themselves. Come on. Thank you, Lord, for that. See, when you just ask the Lord for revelation when you're reading, you get it. That's powerful right there. Where were we? It's 27. Turn from evil and do good, and you will live in the land forever. For the Lord loves justice, and he will never abandon the godly. He will keep them safe forever, but the children of the wicked will die. The godly will possess the land and will live there forever. The godly offer good counsel. They teach right from wrong. They have made God's law their own, so they will never slip from his path. The wicked wait in ambush for the godly, looking for an excuse to kill them. But the Lord will not let the wicked succeed or let the godly be condemned when they are put on trial. We thank you for that right now. Verse 34. Put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path. He will honor you by giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. What verse something? was that? 34. Okay. So don't be impatient for the Lord to act. Keep moving forward steadily in his ways, and he will exalt you at the right time. And when he does, you will possess every promise, including your full inheritance. You'll watch with your own eyes and see the wicked lose everything. Wow. Put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path. He will honor you by giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. 35. I have seen the wicked and ruthless people flourishing like a tree in its native soil. But when I looked again, they were gone. Though I searched for them, I could not find them. Look at those who are honest and good, for a wonderful future awaits those who love peace. Good morning, Josiah. But the rebellious will be destroyed. They have no future. The Lord rescues the godly. He is their fortress in times of trouble. The Lord helps them, rescuing them from the wicked. He saves them. They find shelter in him. You got anything else? Uh, no. All right. So moving on to Psalm 66, 10. 10 through 12. So what I would just, oh, geez, sorry. What I would recommend is you guys spend time on Psalm 37. Psalm 37 alone will change your whole mindset. It'll change everything, the way you look at everything, the way you look at the Lord, the fact that He cares about every detail of your life, the fact that He says He will never abandon you, that you will have more than enough even in a time of famine. It, meditate on that. So here we are, Psalm 66, 10 through 12, out of the old King James Version. For thou, O God, hast proved us, thou hast tried us, as silver is tried, thou broughtest us into the net. Thou laidest affliction upon our loins. 
Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. You're like, what does that even mean? I couldn't get over your voice and the thou's. That's okay. I have it in the New Living too. That's okay. Verse 12. We're just going to go to voice verse 12. So well, let's go back a little bit. Verse 10 tells, we have been through fire. We have, verse 11, thou has brought us into the net, laid affliction upon our loins. So we've been through tests. We've been through trials. We've been through storms is what it's saying. Verse 12, New Living Translation says, As then you put a leader over us. We went through fire and flood. You brought us to a place of great abundance. That even though we've been through storms, through trials, in the end we are brought into a wealthy place, a place of great abundance. The Amplified it says this, You made men, charioters, right over our heads in defeat. So even though we've been defeated in the past, even though we've been through junk, we went through fire, through water, yet you brought us out into a broad place of abundance to be refreshed. Amen. <clears throat> Psalm 68, 19, New King James says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. Come on. The God of our salvation. Daily loads us with benefits. Daily. I love that. Um, Where yeah. is Psalm 68, Psalm 68, 19. I want to see what the amp says. I know, that's what I'm looking over here. So, I mean, the God of our salvation, that's benefit number one is our salvation. Yeah. But then he goes on to say, daily loads us with benefits. He doesn't stop at just saving us and rescuing us. He gives you daily blessings. That's the nuts. Passion Translation says, uh, what a glorious God. He gives us salvation over and over. And then daily, he carries our burdens. Yeah, that's kind of like what the Amp, said. Amp says. Blessed be the Lord who bears our burdens and carries us day by day, even the God who is our salvation. Selah. Pause and calmly think of that. So we're going to just pause and calmly think of that. Okay. I think not only Psalm 37, was it 19 that you said is the verse this year? Yeah. I feel like this as well is kind of a, a verse theme for yeah. our family. 60, I, I, Psalm 68, yeah, 19. Yeah, absolutely. All right, moving right along. Moving, moving, moving. That's pretty cool. Like when you get into the word, it gets you like excited and happy. Makes you want to scream for joy. Ah! All right, Psalm 78, 9 through 25. Make you want to dance. Makes me want to dance. <laughs> 9 through 25, Passion Translation says this. Take, for example, the sons of Ephraim. Though they were all equipped warriors, each with weapons, when the battle began, they retreated and ran away in fear. They didn't really believe the promises of God. They refused to trust Him and move forward in faith. <clears throat> they forgot His wonderful works and the miracles of the past. Even their exodus from Egypt, the epic miracle of his might. They forgot the glories of his power at the place of passing over. God split the sea wide open, and the water stood at attention on either side, as the people passed on through. By day the moving glory cloud led them forward, and all through the night the fire cloud stood as a century of light. In the days of desert dryness he split open the mighty rock, and the waters flowed like a river before their very eyes. He gave them all they wanted to drink from his living springs, yet they kept their rebellion alive against God most high, and their sins against God continued to be counted. We're getting somewhere. Verse 18, In their hearts they tested God just to get what they wanted, asking for the food their hearts craved. Like spoiled children, they grumbled against God, demanding he prove his love by saying, God, or can't God provide for us in this barren wilderness? Will he give us food or will he only give us water? Where's our meal? Then God heard all their complaining and was furious. His anger flared up against people. So here we have the children of God complaining, whining, moaning. Forget everything that he's already done for them. All the blessings they've had. And they've angered God. But watch what happens. Verse 22. For they turned away from faith and walked away in fear. Mm. I know that's none of y'all. None of y'all have ever turned away from faith and walked in fear. None of you have never made a negative confession, right? 
They failed to trust in his power to help them when he was near. So when we're in fear, that's what we're doing. We're, we are failing to trust God and his power. That's good. Verses 23 says, Still he spoke on their behalf. So even though they complained, even though they turned their backs on God, even though they walked away and denied his power, he spoke on their behalf. And the skies opened, and the windows of heaven poured out food. The mercy Amen. bread manna, the grain of grace, fell from the clouds. Humans ate angels' food, the meal of the mighty ones. His grace gave them more than enough. So even though we grumble and complain against God, even though we walk away in fear and go against faith sometimes, he still blesses us. He still opens up the heavens for us. He still gives us, it says, more than enough. Amen. Did you just read this? No? Mm-hmm. You did? Mm-hmm. Okay, then skip. That was part of it. Go ahead. No, no, it's fine. No, no, no. I like what it says. Oh. Um, Psalm 78, 25, New King James says, Men ate angels' food. He sent them food to the full. To the full. And then in the Amplified, it says, Men ate the bread of angels. God sent them provision in abundance. So, I mean, we're wow. just reading different translations here of the, of the same passage. Ver, uh, the New King James, verses 27 through 29, which is a, little, a few verses later, says, He also rained meat on them like dust. Come on. Those of you that said you like meat, I know William <laughs> Cook said he likes him some meat. He also rained meat on them like the dust. Covered in dust. Feathered fowl like the sand of the seas. And he let them fall in the midst of their camp. I mean, that's like... Lord, I don't, I don't really feel like driving the Chick-fil-A today. And you walk outside in the door and Chick-fil-A just starts falling in your yard. Come on. And he let them fall in the midst of their camp all around their dwellings. So they ate and were f well filled. For he gave them their own desire. They were well filled. I mean, that's like when you eat so much you have to instantly take a nap. <sighs> the Amplified says this. He rained meat upon them like the dust. And winged birds quail like the sand of the seas. And he let them fall in the midst of their camp around their tents. So they ate and were well filled. He gave them what they craved. So this isn't in the notes, babe, so I know you don't see it. But this morning, when I, I read a psalm every day. It's just one of the things I like to do. And I was reading Psalm 81 this morning. And I just felt like I wanted to share it with you guys. So I'm going to go there. And this is going to be out of the Passion Translation. I want to read verses... What? Laney, that would be a dream come true. I'm going to start in verse 13. So we're going to read a couple verses. So Psalm 82, 13 through 16 in the Passion Translation. 81. Psalm 81, sorry. <clears throat> oh, that my people would once and live for all listen to me. The Lord speaking. Oh, sorry. Let me go back, actually. Verse 6. No, where am I? Where do I want to go? Yes, verse 6. So, the end of verse 5, uh, Asphoraf says this. He said, I heard a message in an unknown, unknown tongue as he said to me. So the Lord told him this. I have removed your back-breaking burdens. Thank you, Lord. And we know what the Word says, that to cast all of our cares upon him. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. I have removed all your back-breaking burdens. Amen. Those burdens of stressing out of how am I going to pay my bills. Those burdens of how am I going to keep everyone happy. He has removed those. And have freed your hands from the hard labor and toil. So he'll make your work seem easy. Things will come easier to you. You called out to me in your time of trouble and I rescued you. That one's self-explanatory. I came down from the realm of the secret place of thunder where mysteries hide. I came down to save you. I tested your hearts at the place where there was no water to drink, the place of your bitter argument with me. Listen to me, my dear people, for I am warning you, and you'd better listen well, for I hold something against you. Don't ever be guilty of worshiping any other God but me. I am your only God, the living God. Wasn't I the one who broke the strongholds over you and raised you up out of bondage? So Pastor Ryan talked about uh, generational curses yesterday. Yes, there, are, there is a real thing of generational curses. And when you give your life to the Lord, maybe you're a first generation person that gives your life to the Lord, or maybe your family walked as 
nominal Christians uh, to where they're not sold out. They claim to be Christians, but they're not sold out. They're not living according to the word. And there's still bondages in your family, whether it be addictions, whether it be anger, whether whatever, depression, anxiety, all those things. He breaks those, those strongholds and raises you up out of bondage. Open your mouth. Listen to this. Open your mouth with a mighty decree. The Lord is telling us to decree the word. I will fulfill it now. You'll see. The words that you speak, show, so shall it be. He's talking about power in our words. Yeah. Power in our words. Yeah. Uh, I've been going on, I think I'm, today is day 38 of 45 days of declarations that I've been giving you guys on my Facebook, on my Instagram, that you need to be declaring over your life. These things are powerful, yeah. powerful, powerful, powerful. But my people will still wouldn't listen. My princely people would not yield to me. He calls us princely people, royalty. So I lifted my grace from off their lives and I surrendered them to the stubbornness of their hearts. For they were living according to their own selfish fantasies. Oh, that my people would once and for all listen to me and walk faithfully in my footsteps, following my ways. So listen to this. He's saying, if we do that, then and only then will I conquer your every foe and tell every one of them you must go. So when we surrender our lives to him fully, he conquers our enemies for us. Those who hate my ways will cringe before me, and their punishment will be eternal. But I will feed you with my spiritual bread. You will feast and be satisfied with me, feeding on my revelation truth like honey dripping from the cliffs on the high place. Uh So he's not only going to... provide for us materially but spiritually it says that he's going to give us revelation knowledge from his word that'll drip like honey from high cliffs can you imagine going to a high cliff uh think of wherever you've been that you've been right next to a mountain to where you can see honey dripping from the top of a mountain how much honey that would be that's how much revelation that we can get from studying this from meditating on this day and night we get that much revelation and <clears throat> Psalm 84:11 New Living says for the Lord God is our sun and our shield. He gives sun us sun S U N. Yes, He provides light, provides right. warmth. Right. Thank you. He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. So when you do what is right, when you walk in integrity, you're not going to lack a thing. That's good. He will give you all your desires, you will your cup will overflow yep. if you live by what he says. Psalm ninety two verses twelve through fifteen. New King James says this. Psalm ninety two twelve through fifteen. NKJV. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. So everyone, wherever you're at, put your palms up. Act like you're a palm tree. <laughs> if you're If you can, type an emoji palm tree in the comments there. We shall be. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. Yes. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock. And there is no more notes. It got cut off. So go ahead. Oh, (laughs) Psalm 92 right here. Good morning, Jerry. The New Living says this, But the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon. So not only will he flourish, but will be strong. Amen. 13, they they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Even at old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. They will declare, the Lord is just. He is my rock. Amen. I, it's one of not a pet peeve, but it really bothers me when people will come up to me. Oh, you just wait till you're old. It just goes downhill. And, and you're it'll gonna, get better. And you're going to like go to, what was that, Psalm 92? Yeah. Okay. We are going to Psalm 112, verses Amy. 1 through 9. Amy's putting her arms up like a palm tree and then... It's funny. Um, will you go in your Passion Translation? Yeah. 
So we're gonna, I'm gonna read out a New Living Translation verses one through nine of chapter 112. <clears throat> and then we're gonna also look at some of Dake's commentary. So verse one says, praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying his commands. So when you fear the Lord, you are joyful. The King James Version says, instead of joyful, it says, blessed is the man. So there's two qualifications of a blessed man that we'll see. Shout in celebration of praise to the Lord. That's what it says. Thank you. So the two qualifications that we see here, we have to fear God and we have to delight in keeping his commandments. So you'll be joyful and you'll be blessed when you fear him and you not only do his commandments, but you delight in it. Yeah, it says everyone who loves the Lord and delights in him will cherish his words and be blessed beyond expectation. Mm -hmm. So even though here we are, good morning, Mrs. Stella Savage, even though we're preaching this, declaring, teaching all these provision scriptures, all these prosperity scriptures, it says even though, even then, you'll be blessed beyond what you expect. Yeah, it'll blow your mind. Blow, it'll be mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. So jump down to verse 2. Not jump down. Go to the next verse. So because of our obedience to the word of God, it says their children will be successful everywhere. Come on. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. So when you obey, your children will be blessed and a generation of godly people. Come on, will start be confessing that over your children. Yeah. Verse three, they themselves will be wealthy. So I am going to jump into Dakes and we are going to read. Um, it says, he says, here we have God's sanction of wealth and riches for the righteous man. How foolish to condemn riches and class rich men as wicked just because of their prosperity. Wealth is a blessing if used as God intended. It was God's original plan that all men be prosperous and use all things in creation for their own good and God's glory. Wow. It is still God's purpose. And when the Messiah reigns, every man will sit under his own vine and fig tree, which indicates that there will be universal peace and prosperity. So how foolish is it to feel to say that God doesn't want you to be prosperous? You were created His original to, design. Design. You were created to prosper and it's to bring glory to him. It's to point others to him. Wow, that's powerful. Let's talk about that for a second. So his original design when he designed man and woman in the Garden of Eden, they had access to everything. I mean abundance of yep. everything. The most abundant place on earth ever. And the only thing that came in between that was sin. But when we give our lives to the Lord, when we get back in right standing with yeah. the Lord, when we live according to His ways, to His purpose, to His word, we have direct access to that same abundance again. Amen. So continuing in verse 3, so we see that um, they themselves will be wealthy and their good deeds will last forever. Going into another commentary real quick, it says, Dick says, this is proof that a man may be rich and have righteousness at the same time. Poverty is no mark of holiness and Christianity. So here we see you can be wealthy and their good deeds will last forever. So because you're rich does not mean you're unrighteous. Yep. Um, continuing on, verse 4, light shines in the darkness for the godly. They are generous, compassionate, and righteous. Good comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their business fairly. Such people will not be overcome by evil. Those who are righteous will be long remembered. They do not fear bad news. They comp... Sorry, are you on verse 6 or 7? Um, I just finished 6. Such listen people listen to this in, in the, new, the Passion Translation. Their circumstances will never shake them. Amen. And others will never forget their example. Yeah. So you have to be on so strong on the Word of God that when you hear stuff... Doesn't shake it, you. It doesn't, doesn't mean that what you're, what you're being told isn't a fact about something going on, but it's not going to shake you. You still... Your complete you still trust. have your joy. You still have your right. provision. You still have your strength. You don't you start still have trembling peace. and wondering yes. what is going to happen. Verse 7. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. Wow. This says ever secure in their faith. 
They share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. They will have influence and honor. Done? Done. All right. I think we're only going to get through Psalms today. We're not going to get to Proverbs. Psalms 115, 11 through 16 says this, New King James. Psalms 115, 11 through 16. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. The Amplified says this, 128, Psalm 128, two, For you shall eat the fruit of your labor, of your hands. You will be happy and blessed, and it will be well with you. So, I mean, this tells us, hey, you still have to work. Hey, you still have to be productive. Yeah. You can't just sit on your laurels or your tush, if you will, and expect the Lord to bless you. The mm. Lord is not a welfare system. Mm-mm. He does expect you to work. He does expect you to put your hands to the plow. And when you do that, and you do it with excellence, you do it unto the Lord, He is going to bless you far beyond what your wages and your salary is. Amen. Uh, the New, New Living Translation, You will enjoy the fruit of your labor. How joyful and prosperous you will be. Amen. Psalm 132, 12-18, New King James. If... So it starts out, if. There's a condition. Man, this This, is so good it makes me want to dance. This is conditional. If your sons will keep my covenant and my testimony, which I shall teach them, their sons shall sit upon your throne forever. Verse 13, for the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling place. So what what that shows me, again, when you you meditate on the word daily and nightly, anytime you read it, you're going to get revelation. I just got this right now. Their sons will also sit upon your throne forevermore. We are seated at the right hand of the Father in heavenly places forever. Forever. Good. This is my resting place forever. Here I dwell, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provision. I will satisfy her poor with bread. I will... also clothe her priests with salvation, and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. There Woo! I will make, I was expecting at that time, there I will make the horn of David grow. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed. His enemies I will clothe with shame, but upon himself his crown shall flourish. Powerful. Wow. Powerful. Psalm 144, that of the amp. This will be the last one because we go into Proverbs next. So if you have any questions about today, you can type them in the comments real quick. Uh, We've got a few minutes. We'll finish with this one and then any questions. Blessed be the Lord, my rock and my great strength, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle, my steadfast loving kindness and my fortress, my high tower and my rescuer, my shield and he in whom I take refuge who subdues my people under me. Lord, what is man that you take notice of him, or the son of man that you think of him? Man is like a mere breath. His days are like a shadow that passes away. Bow your heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they will smoke. Flash lightning and scatter my enemies. Send out your arrows and confuse and embarrass and frustrate them. Thank you, Lord. Stretch out your hand from above. Set me free. Rescue me from the great waters. Out of the hands of hostile foreigners who surround us, whose mouth speak deceit without restraint, and whose right hand is a right hand of falsehood. I will sing a new song to you, O God. Upon a harp of ten strings I will praise. I will sing praises to you. Who gives salvation to kings? Who sets David his servants free from the evil sword? Set me free and rescue me from the hand of hostile foreigners whose mouth speaks deceit without restraint and whose right hand is a hand of falsehood. Let our sons be in their youth like plants full grown. So we're going through this, and he's, basically, he's saying that the Lord is going to set us free from the wicked, that even though the wicked are trying to reign and rule, yeah. that they will have no right over us. 
and our daughters like corner pillars fashioned for a palace. I want to read verse 12 from Passion. Deliver us, then our homes will be happy. Our sons will grow up as strong, sturdy men, and our daughters with grace. So wait a minute. The Bible says to be manly, sturdy, sturdy men, men, not wearing dresses. And our daughters with graceful beauty, royally fashioned as for a palace. People say the Bible is just like a history book, that it's not for today. But right here it just says, what, what is trending in the last few days about men wearing dresses? And right here it says that we need strong, sturdy, sturdy manly men. Let our barns be full, supplying every kind of produce. And our flocks bring forth thousands and ten thousand in our fields. Come on. Let our barns be full. Let your bank accounts be full. Supplying every kind of produce. I thank you for American dollars. I thank you for gold. I thank you for silver. I thank you for stocks. I thank you for oil. I thank you for natural gas. I thank you for real estate. Let our cattle bear without mishap and without loss. So our, our bank accounts, whatever we put our hands to, our jobs are going to produce. They're not going to go in, in loss. And not even your livestock will have a miscarriage. That's what this says. Yep. Yep. And let there be no outcry in the streets. Not even your livestock will have a miscarriage. How blessed and favored are the people in such circumstance. How blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored are the people who whose God is the Lord. And remember, this is right in the middle of David saying, we are surrounded by our enemies. Rescue us. We are surrounded by our enemies, but yet we still produce fruit of Amen. every kind and abundance. We are fortunate, prosperous, and favored. This says, what bliss we experience when these blessings fall. The people who love and serve our God will be happy indeed. Happy. Happy. Show, tell your face that you're happy. Because most of you look like you've been sucking on a pail full of lemons. Look like you got hit by a railroad truck. Happy. Be happy. Stop looking ugly and be happy. If you have to fake a laugh and a smile, start doing it, and then it'll just turn into... The Bible tells us that at destruction and famine you shall laugh. Yeah. And why, how can we do that? Because when we just read in Psalm 37 today, even in a famine, you will have more than enough. When you know that you're going to have more than enough in a famine, you can just sit back and laugh. What's a railroad truck? Well, it's just a uh, kind of... A made, truck on a railroad. Yeah, it's just like, you know, a railroad with a truck. It's kind of like a truck. Well, there are railroad trucks. I mean, so out in Fate where I live, there's this huge railroad company that works on the railroads, and they have... Like big F two fifties that have railroad, uh, what do you, what do you, whatever you want to call them? Wheels. Yeah, the track things, the wheels that go on the rails. That's a railroad truck. Come on, Jerry, where are you at? Good grief! You of all people should know that. Any questions, comments? We're not going to get into proverbs today. We've had enough revelation. I don't want to overwhelm you. Proverbs will be next week. Yeah, proverb. Well, Be next well. week. Next week is the Thanksgiving special. Oh yeah. So stay tuned. Good save. Yeah, that's why I played goalie for so long in soccer because I, I make great saves. <laughs> announcements? Nah, we don't need any announcements. <laughs> what am I gonna do with my face? Your face, Pastor Sean. I don't even know what that means. You look like you're sucking on a lemon. I don't. I have joy. I got the joy, 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 joy. Sing it. <laughs> Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Any announcements, baptisms, uh, December 6th. If you want to get baptized, you can see me. Okay, uh, if you can throw up my email address on there. Just bear with us for a second. Kay hasn't had any coffee this morning, so she's trying to figure it out. I'm just kidding. She's learning how to do it. Any other questions, comments while we're getting the announcements ready? Yeah, no midweek service. Yeah, no midweek service next Wednesday. No prayer on Tuesday or no Thursday. No prayer Tuesday or Thursday. Are the offices open at all next week? Nope. Nope. Some of us will be here, but offices will not be open. If you need to get a hold of us, uh, you can message us on Facebook. You can text Pastor Ryan or I because we'll be around. Um, Scarlet Christmas wreath sale. Are they still selling wreaths? 
Um, I believe so, yes. I've seen them around still. Mm -hmm. in the around? Because there are wreaths around? Gotcha. Dun -dun -dun. Man, this has made me joyful, happy. All right, so my, my uh, email is right there. <laughs> there you go. Sing it. Sing along. My email address is in the comments now, so if you are interested in getting baptized, you can email me right there. Baby dedications, November 29th. If you if you want, Samaria, you need to just come in and write the announcements. You're doing better than I am. She's prompting you. She's yeah, I know. She's doing great. Uh... November 29th, you can sign up by emailing Jennifer Lopez. What is going on up there? Well, you didn't spell my last name right. <laughs> seaside. You want to go to Seaside? Uh, seaside is a beautiful place. I've never been there. Uh, Thanksgiving baskets pick up right after service this Sunday. This Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, man. Isn't that what they do for the uh, monster trucks? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Monster truck rally at Megaplex. Focus. I'm focused. I'm focused like a camera on a hummingbird. What? Anyone else? Comments? Alright, let's do this before we get off. Favorite... Thanksgiving item to put in your stomach. Mm. Can be a dessert, can be a meat, can be a side. We had a great feast at Life Group this week. <clears throat> we, if you've ever seen the original Willy Wonka where the girl eats whatever she eats and she, you, they had to roll her out. That's what I felt. We like had to do that to several people. Yeah. Pastor Larry said baskets for those who are registered can pick up right after service this Sunday. It's only those who are registered. Pastor Lear, are there any left? Or are we done? I know last time I heard there were like four, but I think those have been claimed by now. Sandy Bates likes pie. Sandy Bates is a pie guy? I had one of the best cherry pies for my birthday last week. Oh, that week. one your mom my made mom was made fantastic. Was I might have to try it. Yeah, you should definitely try it. <laughs> So I guess Sandy's the only one that likes to eat on Thanksgiving. I don't love any of it. You don't? Um, we are done. So no more. You cannot register ham. Uh, they're done with Thanksgiving baskets. So if you did register, you can pick it up right after service. Ham. What's wrong with your hand? <laughs> sweet potatoes. I like me some sweet potatoes, but I don't like all the... All the nuts and the sugar. On top. And the marshmallows, horse melted horse hoofs. Oh, Stephen likes turkey tacos, steamed Brussels sprouts. Good grief, Jerry. I like Brussels sprouts, but they have to be where they're like baked and crunchy, not the. He says all of it. Yeah, says says the one whose wife makes Oreo balls. Speaking of, I ate way too many of those and did not feel great. That night. She became a Oreo ball. I had to like roll her into the bedroom. Miss Amy, you're so creative. Look at what she said. Dressing. Huh. Miss Amy, you made good dressing. That was good. Anyone else? Well, I guess not. We mac got, and cheese? We got four people that like to eat. I like some mac and cheese. They're good in the air fryer, yes. The air good. Well, we love you guys. You still have time to get up here for prayer at noon o'clock. You got 30 minutes. Or you can just sit with us here and tell us what you like to eat. You can leave. You can go. La la la. Do you want to sing? Just gonna, sing. If you're going to stay on, say something. I'm waiting for people to comment. Oh. I mean, there's. Like 20 people on and four people have commented. <clears throat> Anyone on a tube of you? There we go. William Cook likes stuffing and dressing. 
Speaking of which, speaking of stuffing, I got a joke for you. Why didn't the teddy bear finish his dessert? Oh, that one's because he was stuffed. Yeah, he was stuffed. <laughs> Sandy Bates says barbecue. We had some barbecue on. Uh... Sean's favorite Thanksgiving meat is uh, a roast. A roast. Oh yeah, come on. Roast with gravy and potatoes and carrots. Say goodnight, Gracie. So, all right, well, we love you guys. Green bean casserole. I can't get down with casseroles. Greg and I are frying our turkey this year. Pray for us. Oh, we will. Don't catch anything on fire. Love you guys. We will see you for the Thanksgiving special next week. Goodbye. Or we'll see you Sunday. Or we'll see you some other time. Adios, muchachos. <laughs>